Welcome to the Chef of X podcast. Was complete. Yeah. Okay. The way I think about it is like, okay, sometimes it helps me understand love if I think about it as a different emotion. Yeah. Like I can't experience happiness by like reading about other people's happiness. Yeah. So it's like, it like it ultimately like the project is to just like try to understand it but like there's will never come a point where i totally understand it until i experience it how do you know whether or not you've already experienced it because i've never been in a romantic relationship before Hmm. so so in your view because i've heard a little bit about this but right do you think romantic love is um this do you think there are other types of love uh, other than romantic love yeah of course I, that's the big thing that like comes up is like i'm trying to like focus on romantic love and then when i talk to people about it they're like oh like the deepest form of love is like between a mother and her child and it's like all right yeah that's cool but like that's not that's not the same thing as like falling in love with someone that like didn't come out of you or like you know what i mean like it is a different yeah. thing or it's not it has so many other things attached to it that aren't that are different than friends that you love. I love a lot of my friends in a very like strong and deep way. And through the project, people have described um, falling in love as being really similar to like, like realizing that you love a friend. Mm. Um, But then I think, you know, I I don't think that that's everyone's experience. I think that other people fall in love in other ways. So uh, as far as romantic love and your view of what it is, just so I can get an understanding of what you mean when you say romantic love, how do you distinguish between romantic love and things like infatuation or lust? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, that's part of the, I guess the, the question, like the interview questions don't include those words specifically, but they do, like I ask about, people's ideas of like sex and love and like how those two are definitely like very different and aren't necessarily like don't need to be in the same um <laughs> relationship are you laughing at the headlamp yeah the miner's head <laughs> it's pretty funny For she doesn't have laundry. a light she doesn't have a light upstairs oh so she oh just runs around with the headlamp on yeah that's a thing but i, I like it I can't really tell how loud I'm talking in real life. Am I talking loud or no? Not that loud. I can't hear you very well. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, we're, just, we're talking about... We're talking well, about I knew you were talking about me. Oh, but all good things. Minders and lambs does have a lamb. A, a lamb. That's a good thing. I think it's cute. That's an innovative solution. I really can't. <laughs> I'm trying to make up for our earlier comments. <laughs> good yeah so yeah i would i would say that in my experience um one of the things that has always disturbed me is the way people speak about love never aligned with my experiences okay (laughs) like maybe i should be interviewing you with my love questions yeah sure you can do you have any ready you want to ask me oh they're always ready where are they though okay give me okay you talk about your oh our (laughs) my little assistant um i don't know they're in my bag Miner's hat. Yeah, yeah, because it's in my laptop. Okay, let's talk about. Well, okay, I feel like I didn't really answer that question right. I think that love and infatuation is definitely different. Love, I think, comes with a deeper like connection and 
I think commitment, like love has commitment attached to it. But then also, I don't know, because people ask me like, oh, do you think that people can love people that don't love them back? Mm. And I think that that's definitely true. That yeah. You, that you can do that. Like you can be in love with someone that isn't in love with you. Hmm. Definitely on the out, on the falling out of a relationship. I think that happens a lot. Yeah. I think where people are, they don't know is like on the up. I think so, yeah. I mean, I think you can be in love with someone and they not feel the same way about you. Isn't that just infatuation, though? Maybe That's how I feel. Maybe you share something first. And if you don't share that thing, it can't be love yet. But there's a difference between infatuation, like... There's a level. Like, infatuation, I feel like that doesn't... I feel like that word doesn't encompass, like, a lot of, like, understanding and, like, knowing about another person. But that love is, like... Like, infatuation is just like, wow, they're so great, and they're so... Like, I'm infatuated with people. But, but you I don't, don't love I'm anyone. not in love with them. I think I was in a romantic relationship that had infatuation as a long part of the beginning, even when I knew them. Like, I continued to think that they were great. That's what I'm saying, is that it comes with time and commitment. No, but we were talking about can someone love another person who doesn't want them back Beforehand. I mean, what if you're like in a really strong friendship with someone, and you've been friends with them for years, okay. and and okay. you know it's you're receiving something back. Yeah, like I don't think you can be in love with someone that you don't know. But if it's someone that you know really well, then you can be in love with them even if they aren't reciprocating those feelings. I'll take that. <laughs> mm. Answer accepted. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like in my experience, there's really only two main things. And one of them is uh, like the friendship type of love where it's mostly caring and it's mostly like hoping, like doing what's in my power to increase their happiness over a long, over the long term. Uh And then infatuation, the second of which I don't even like most of the time. I find it distracting. I find it like I feel groggy. I can't focus on shit anymore. I can't get anything done. I'm like, Wait, so it starts with caring and then infatuation comes after? No, I'm just saying those are the two components usually. And if I could have it perfectly, I would never be infatuated again. <laughs> but don't you have off. to be? But isn't infatuation... <laughs> well, I guess it's incomplete. But, but here's the thing. There's the, the common saying where you can fall in love with your craft. And to me, that's the highest form that I like, what seek. What does that mean? What, because there's no, there's no drug part to it. There's no like groggy, can't focus part to it. There's an obsession, but that's manageable. What are you me. falling in love with? Just, you know, whatever I'm doing, you know. You know yeah, I'm that's you know definitely, I'm that's also, that's, you know, one of the first conversations that I had about love with Ariana and her good friend, Vanessa. Ooh, too many names. Maybe I should be changing them. Was talking about that, about Just being, in, your first names. being in love with things or activities. Yeah. Because but then I, a, my favorite quote from the whole project came from that conversation. And someone's, well, I guess we were talking about passion and passion and love and that you can have passion for something. And I think that's similar to infatuation and, and not be in love with them. But then someone said, you can't be passionately alone. And that's really stuck with, with me through the whole thing that like they're, I don't know, that like you can, I don't really know why I'm bringing this up. But I think that that. 
I think it's a, I think that's relevant. I think that connects directly to what I was saying about yeah. the, the claim that you can fall in love with your craft. You could argue, no, that's not really love. That's something else called passion. That's a different category. And we really shouldn't use the same. Well, I mean, word. it's the answer to your questions about like what different kinds of love there are. Like yeah. the love that you have for doing things is like so different than love for another person. But I also wanted yeah. to say that one of the things you said about your f- like friendships was like, you know, caring about the other person. But I've talked to people that talk about love that way. And one of the questions, okay, I try not to like ask the questions before doing the interview. So it gives it away. But yeah, someone described, fine. does someone describe love as just being like, you just care about the other person so much and you care about their well being and you care about their success. Yeah. In my view, oh, Ariana's that's, crying. <laughs> in my view, that's better than she's, infatuation. She's that's better than romantic. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving here with our words. She's so much more. <laughs> but okay. it's a lot. That's actually a lot. Is it? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Is that enough though? Oh my goodness. Okay. It feels like it's not a or it sounds like it's not a lot, but Do you want to go through the interview? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, wait. Well, you can wait, I said that too soon. I can't no. Oh, here it is. Okay. Are you ready? Ooh, it's longer than I remembered. Okay. Have you ever been in love? Yes. How did you know that you were in love? I don't think I knew. I'm just saying from now, looking back, I assume I was in love. Oh, (laughs) that's an interesting answer. So there wasn't a moment in your relationship? Did you tell the person that you loved them? But I will say that I told them that that I loved them. Yeah, but I would have said that even if I did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think that's interesting because for some people that's a really important part, like a step of their relationship. Yeah, well, I mean, it was was one thing that I do remember very clearly was having moments of terror. Not out of like fear that they were going to attack me, but like (laughs) that we were becoming one, like our... Like our minds were being too attached. Yeah, we. I was very attached, and I was like, "Dude, this is like kind of not cool," because I don't feel like the same autonomy that I felt before. (laughs) But okay, no, I love that answer. But to be honest with you, the there there were the benefits probably outweighed the downsides. I just remember recognizing, like, oh, I'm like half me, half her right now. Wow. (laughs) And I, I don't really have a choice. Like, I'm just in it. And I just got to make it work. But so that realization wasn't the same as as realizing that that you were like in love. Like the, that was a different no, uh, feeling for you. Yeah, for me the feeling was the caring feeling. Okay. Like oh, like I really care for this person, and they care for me. Okay, and to you, what is love? Uh, some biochemical reaction in the brain, not too far off from taking a drug, uh, probably evolutionarily. Uh, beneficial beneficial okay um but it's largely what we experience it's i think it's like the human experience of you know the dna trying to propagate itself like this is how we experience it is is this grand uh thing between people but it it might not be all (laughs) it might not be all gravy yeah that makes (laughs) sense um so the love that we talked about in the first question, can you describe that love in one word? No. (laughs) Can you try? (laughs) That is the word. No. No? You're okay. Your love is no. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Do you think, 
Is there a connection between love and happiness? Yes. Yeah, love can make you more happy. And okay. it, it, because uh, in, in my view, it's just, it can be like a more efficient form of self-care than like just doing it by yourself. Because yeah. someone, basically someone else can be taking yeah, care of you as well as you and then you're taking care of them, but it, it's not equal. It's not the same as if you were both just taking, taking care, care of, of yourself, yourself because there's a bunch of things that are communal that are way better that you didn't, there's like, there's like new things right? in addition to your normal self-care that I feel like I really benefited from. So, yeah. So... Are you happier when you're in love? I don't know. I don't know now. Okay. I don't know. What's the hardest thing about being in love? Uh, de- um, well, one of the top things, it might not be the hardest things, but one of the top things is that the, uh, the fears and the doubts. Okay. Like the fear, especially like I was saying, the fear of like, I'm not, uh, I don't have as much control over my life as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, it's really scary for me because I feel like I, um, the way I was raised, the way that I live, there's, I have kind of an individualist bias. So mm-hmm. I'm, I can, I can be pretty uncomfortable in that situation in a way that a lot of people around me aren't uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a control thing. That's pretty scary for me. Okay. Yeah. Follow up question. You said the fears and the doubts. What were the doubts? She's this bitch is cheating on me. <laughs> Everything's not okay. That's the doubt that it seems okay, but it's not. That it's like, especially since I'm investing. Like if I'm putting in time and energy into this thing that we're calling a relationship, and um, and someone's putting in less, or they just have a different idea and they're not being honest with me about it. Um, so sometimes I think I'm not. It's not the right position to be in is to be a person who's in love. And maybe it'd be better if I just were not in love and did not have a relationship and handled other responsibilities that I have to as an adult and then, you know, whatever. But it's like... Do yeah. you think that there's a timeline on that? Mm. Okay, that's not really a question. Um, what do you want from love? It's pretty close to um, the caring thing. Like I, 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 like I think there, are, like there's an optimal way to exist. I think as as a human being, and and you, a part of it involves things that sometimes are easier. In my experience, they're easier for me if I'm in a relationship. D- things dealing with like managing my emotions and mm-hmm. uh, being a part of a community and things like mm-hmm. that. That I don't just by myself. I can do them, but it's easier if uh, I'm in a relationship. So, do you want to be in love? No. Do you think everyone wants to be in love or should want to be in love? No. Okay. But, I mean, I guess at some point, but not at every point in time. <laughs> um, I'm, I have a feeling that I already know the an- your answer to this Just question. Just ask it. Do right. you believe in the concept of soulmates? No. But here's my addendum to that. Okay. Um, I think that uh, there is there does exist a group of people at every moment in time, such that you know if you put in the effort or whatever, 
You would I like have, that in every moment of time because it as might you, change. Yeah, it yeah, changes yeah, over it time. Hopefully, will change. Hopefully, yeah. Um, such that if you did attempt, if both people attempted to form a relationship, mm-hmm. then it's it's possible that they could have a really something that they would both agree is a high quality relationship. Mm-hmm. And I, the reason why I think that is because it largely seems to be based on our ideas of what is ideal. And mm-hmm. at every moment in time, there there are other people who have similar ideas mm-hmm. and who have similar, like, you meet their requirements, they meet yours or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so and it's, everyone in that set would be your soulmate, but there might be multiple people. Okay. Um, do you think there's a science behind love? Yes, of course. So we can scientifically explain why and how we love? I don't think, I don't know if we can yet, but certainly eventually if things keep going as they are okay yeah well here's the i think the biggest part of that is understanding the brain i just think as right now we don't understand the brain but when i don't know 300 years from now Mm -hmm. it might be the same as the heart where Mm -hmm. most of the important things are already figured out so there aren't these huge mysteries anymore people just go in and do the heart surgery so yeah right now i don't think people know about love but i think more generally they don't know about the brain Mm mm-hmm yeah. Yeah, that's a good answer. Because love is in the brain. <laughs> right. <Okay>. I suspect. <laughs> um, I have a podcast or a TED talk about that. I'll send mm. it to you. Do we choose love? Nope. Um, that's why I say no. I don't, I hope I'm, <laughs> I'm not in love. But, but the thing is, if I'm in a situation where I'm falling in love, I don't think I'll resist. Okay. It's just that I hope that that doesn't happen. Because okay. I know in the short term, I have to deal with problems and there's a chance it won't work out. And there's So it's like, yeah, it's like a big commitment. It's a risk. To like, yeah, it's a big risk to take. But I guess the reward's really great. Yeah, but people <laughs> so always sleep on the rewards you can get without love. Okay. <laughs> Which is, the, you can fall in love with your craft. You can be an amazing person. You can improve yourself over time. There's a yeah. billion things you can do with your time. That people don't do, and that's why they're like, "Well, the only thing I can do to be happy is love." Like, dude, have so you I ever? Think it's because we're like sold this idea that like you have in order. It's not even you have to be. Your diet? Have you gone and changed your exercise patterns? Have you? There's a billion things you no, can do. No, not even to that you have to be. Life. No, not even that you have to be in love to be happy. But like that, it it's this like experience that everyone has at some point. You know, because of Disney. You know, right? They sold it. No, to but us. that's what I'm saying. Is like it's sold to us as this like. Well, this is, okay, one of the things that's come up in the the project is, like, I don't know, I had this realization of, um, oh, no, what's the word? Feeling um, entitled to falling in love. And I think that it become, it's it comes from this, like, you know, industry of selling us this stuff. But it's, like, in, in a lot of people's heads, it's, like, okay, maybe it hasn't happened yet, but it's going to happen, like, at yeah. some point I'm going to fall in love and and you know the way I look at it is there's a lot of people that don't experience you know really true happiness for long periods of time or there's pe- there's people that don't experience really true sadness for long periods of time and so when you look at it from that point like it's it's just another emotion it's just another experience that like you know there's a lot of things that people experience but then that some people don't experience and so like love you know is definitely one of those, but I we all have this idea that like 
if we just sit around and wait long enough or if we just go out and date everyone that we see like at some point it's going to come yeah. but i i don't know i've started to think about it as like this false this false like entitlement like that it's not well think about what if we thought about friends that way where it's like all right you're just gonna have friends well maybe but what if you're an asshole and nobody wants to be your fucking yeah, or friend. you're like really socially awkward and that's like really hard for you to facilitate like yeah there's people that aren't that aren't gonna build friendships that are as strong or as loving or as caring or as successful as as other people's friends you know yeah what's better is to have a strategy for gaining friends in the long term like what would make me a better friend do you think that you strategize I- to find friends in a way, yeah, but it's not directly to find friends. I strategize yeah. to have a, high, a higher quality of life, and uh-huh. there are many aspects of that. Um, but all of them involve the same process. You have to have some idea of what you want to go for, mm-hmm. and then you have to have some process of getting from wherever you are to wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of it's indirect. Like, I think that if you just focus on things that have nothing to do with your social life, you can improve your social life, for instance. If you just focus on diet and exercise and don't give a fuck about one mixer, you could probably have a better social life two years from now. Why? Because you'll be a more like fit person and people will want to like, yeah, you're really into more like joyous. the things that don't seem connected are connected and it'll all come full circle. The whole universe is connected. Right. And I have a biased experience because uh, like when I, uh, a lot of, I feel like a lot of my connections when I was growing up was through sports. But they were never because, like, you know, it just, I happened to be around. That was it. Right. You know? Okay, you're around. Like, all right, we're all going to go do this. Well, so, yeah, I talk about, yeah, of course. I talk about that with my friends, too, is, like, friendship. And the same thing, you know, in in high school, all of my friends that I made, most of them, were from being involved, yeah, in sports. And not that we wouldn't, we couldn't have been friends outside of that, but, like, sports or anything like creates this like common experience and like that's how friendships you know are formed so like i studied abroad recently and with people that all go to uc davis but a lot of them like wouldn't have ever talked to them wouldn't have established friendships with them but you know did and be a part of it is like sharing that that experience together i know it's so hard Uh, it's like there's loose connections that people sleep on you know, it's it's like, how do you, you, you don't have control over what other people like about you. Yeah. But you can, but you can like figure it out and improve it. You can go through an iterative process. You can say, what am I even bringing to the table? Why would anybody want to fuck with me? You know what I mean? But you also say, there's a security in like, once you... Like, having to change yourself to, like, accommodate other people. Like, once you're in... Okay, because I feel like I experienced that when I came to college. Like, I was like, oh, like, all these different people and, like, wanting to, like, not necessarily change myself, but, like, please them. And now that I feel like I have, like, that I'm, like, comfortable in in who I am and who my friends are, then I feel like I don't need to, like, like, prove myself to other people. Like, I can just be me and then if they aren't cool with that then like that's fine but i don't i haven't always felt like that because i think that there is this pressure to like have friends and like, create this like social thing i agree no that and that's why i start off with things where it's really just self-care it's really you deciding forget how everybody else what everyone else wants 
what do I, let me become um, closer. Let me get closer to the more ideal version of myself because there's, I feel like there's something that happens when you're pretty close mm-hmm. that other people notice. Like people can tell, okay, wait a minute. Like, Whoa. like you, like you were saying, you mm-hmm. don't have to prove yourself to people now. So yeah. when you interact with somebody that somehow gets translated, like this person, I can talk to you and I can talk to someone else and say, okay, I can see a difference. One person's trying to please me. The other person is just being themselves in front of me and they're willing to take it or leave it, you know? And how do you get there? How do you get to the point where you could say, you know what? I don't need to conform anymore. And I think that the way that that happens, the mechanism is that you're at a spot where you're comfortable. So I think the first thing is just get to the spot where you are comfortable regardless of where it is compared to anyone else yeah I think and then hard. once you're once you're closer to there then worry about the things like you know yeah. what do i do here then it's just a matter of refinement here and there but like to get your base i think is is huge and and i would argue that that should be a higher priority let me <laughs> let me edit that uh, that i know that that's a higher priority for me mm-hmm. because i know that it's likely i'll be living for like 50 more years mm-hmm. so <laughs> i should have a solid platform while i'm younger yeah if so you that, are, yeah and then from there kind of shift it here and there mm-hmm. but at least i know okay these are the things that are non-negotiable yeah and then from that's there, a good strategy from there there's other stuff that you can refine but to bring it back to love, mm-hmm. I think it's a lot easier when the person has done that work to see to evaluate them as a partner, because then yeah. it's, it's, if they're aware of where they stand mm-hmm. and you're aware of where you stand and you know what's non-negotiable and you know the things that you're willing to edit and ch- change, then it's kind of like a real negotiation esque thing, yeah. Versus well, like just a shot in the dark, yeah. Well, that's an interesting perspective of like having the other person you know do that work before entering the relationship which i learned recently that um you know like in present day western societies thinking about love it's there's a lot of ideas of like accepting the whole person and accepting them as they are with their flaws and like you know totally being okay and supporting that but then i read about um um, in like ancient Greek culture that love was much more seen as this like connection that you have, but it was, it was supposed to be improving upon the other person. And Mm. so like helping the other person become their better selves. Yeah. That's very close to my idea. Well, and at first I was like, okay, that's great. You know, like people are trying to help the other person, like see where they can improve. But if you think about it, if you're in multiple relationships where you're in love, then is it like, are you changing yourself to be like, are you changing yourself to be better suited for the person that you're with? And is that better for if that's not going to work out long term? Now you've made all these adjustments based on this person who says that they loved you. But then now it's like the next person comes along and like those aren't the same things. Whereas if you, you know kind of the situation you're talking about is like people figure out their shit first for themselves. And then it's before, you know, being with the other person. I just think that it was an interesting, um, perspective. I I think it's a combination of uh, two things you said. Uh, Yeah. Like one, you could do the work. 
first. Yeah. And then second, once you've done the work and you found someone else, a part of what you can do once you're in that position that you can't do if you're not in that position is you can project toward the future mm-hmm. and say, hey, this is how far I've come, but I'm pretty sure this is the direction I'm the most interested in going in. Going in. And if that's something that they already are interested in at least helping you out with or they're down with, mm-hmm. then you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't even be changing for them. You would be doing the same thing you were doing by yourself with them, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. is that true for everybody? I don't know, but certainly, uh, you know, this is uh, one of my preferences because it's it just aligns very well with a lot of other things. Yeah. 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 Okay, so we were talking about choosing love, and you said no, but then a follow-up question to that is, once you are in love with someone, do you think that it's a choice to continue loving that person through, you know, maybe um, there's conflict or things that come up in the relationship? Do you feel like it's a choice that you have to continue to make? Yeah, I think that is a choice. Okay. Yeah, because I think that after a while, that's like the each interaction is kind of fuel for the next thing. Mm -hmm. So, at first, you're you're running off of some, you know, some infatuation and probabilities. Right. (laughs) But but eventually, you're just going to be running off of your actual interactions. Right. Uh, So and sort of commitment, like that whole idea. And and each time. Each time something comes up or each time you guys have a good experience, that kind of is going into your whole database of experiences. And, mm-hmm. and that's eventually going to really measure your progress. It's kind of like a, you could, co- you could yeah, transfer in. Yeah, interesting about it. You could transfer into Davis with a GPA. But it's, really, like if you're, if it's like if you're positive experience, if you have enough positive experiences, then when you have negative experiences, it's like, oh, well, it's, it's worth it or it's yeah. like balanced out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, the, and you know, the present, the recent past is probably a little bit more valuable. Right. But, the, yeah. you know, overall, you, you have stuff that you didn't have. You can see how someone is over time. Right. And that by itself is, is valuable. Right. Okay. Do you have to be friends with the person that you are in love with? <sighs> Me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but But I'm hoping that, I mean... I don't know why I want this, but I'm hoping that eventually the answer will be no, I don't have to be friends with them. Because I'm guessing that, like, because I'm younger, I haven't as, I haven't had, like, long ups and downs before. Uh-huh. But I can imagine if I'm, like, in a real slump for, mm-hmm. like, months on end, years on end mm-hmm. or something, that I'll be able to still be a really, like, a good, caring partner mm-hmm. despite that. And it might make me feel like, okay, I you know, mm-hmm. I gotta just treat this person like a different category. They're, mm-hmm. not, they're not just a friend, it's not a friend that like I love doing other stuff with it. Like I'm, it's my responsibility almost to yeah. care for this person, whether or not they're in the best state of mind, or they're annoying or whatever is mm-hmm. going on. I don't know. So I haven't done this interview in a while, but some of these questions are a little um, not super clear. So when I asked that question, were you, do you perceive it as like, once you're in the relationship, do you have to be friends with them? Or did you perceive it as like, in order to fall in love with someone, you have to have a friendship 
uh, foundation. I, I perceived it as the first. Once you're okay. in love with them. Good. That's what I was going for. Um, when you were in love, would you say that you were best friends with the person that you were in love with? No. Okay, but were y'all friends? Yeah, we were friends. Okay, but not best friends. Okay. But we were we were pretty good friends. And you don't think that that's important to be to be able to call the person that you're in love with and that they're they that they are your best friend. Not that they're my best friend, no. But they do have to be my friend as of now. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that there's a goal to being in love? Mm, I don't know. I I think there, there can be the goal of continuing, but I don't. No, I don't think so. Actually, I think it's just. Yeah, I think I think it's just con- just keeping things going if they make sense, or mm-hmm. noticing if things are like bad for me. Mm-hmm. Those are the only goal. They're all like maintenance goals. They're not like I want to get this thing done. What if it's bad for the other person? Oh, I would tell them if it's bad for them. What if, no, what if they know it's bad for them, but you, like, are in a fine... Then I'll probably stay in it. Stay but in I'll it. tell them. Okay. <laughs> what do you think... That, I'll tell them you, you should probably leave. You should probably leave this relationship. <laughs> yeah, this isn't helpful for you. What do you think is the end of love? Hmm. With, 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 a, with a person? Yeah, like a romantic love. The end... If if there's no chance that uh, basically it, if you're not getting your needs met and mm-hmm. and and it, and it can't be fixed like mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. if it's just like yeah yeah if they're um, committed especially if they're committed to like yeah making shit worse for you <laughs> yeah that would be awful <laughs> um, can you be in love with one person forever forever no because everyone dies. Uh, can you be in love I with die. one person until you die? Yeah, can, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yes, I think. I don't know, but I think so. I mean, people seem to have done it. Yeah? <laughs> I don't see any reason why not. Do you think that's a, a goal? No. Okay. Because I think you have to figure out what you're like. You have to diversify. You got to date a crazy person, a sane person, a, you know, someone who's into <laughs> doing taxes, someone who doesn't pay taxes. <laughs> you oh, so you're trying to get a bingo card going <laughs> <laughs> I would like to avoid it But if it comes up I don't resist it um, What's the connection between love and marriage? There shouldn't be a connection There shouldn't be a connection Why do we even have marriage? Ooh. It's a legal contract, right? That's the idea That right. you're supposed to own the woman or something Well, that's how it started um, Do you want to get married? I love that sound. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, I mean. uh, Maybe we'll let this. I mean, I don't know the legal ramifications. That's the truth. It it comes down to a legal argument for me. Okay. If you're just gonna make the argument about love, no, fuck no. Okay. But it might turn out that. So if someone was like. I love you and I want to get married to you, then you would be like, what about the tax benefits? I would say, let's look, <laughs> let's get a lawyer in the room okay. and then okay. discuss this. No, that's a smart uh, answer. <laughs> because because the thing it. is, let's, that's what marriage let's just is. hang out. How about that? You know? Yeah. Let's just, meet, just meet me for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> is this you and the lawyer or the person that wants to marry you? 
<laughs> Who are you meeting for coffee? <laughs> let's let's do a fucking. Let's just relax, calm down, and uh, get some kombucha flowing. <laughs> And then we'll sit down and iron out all the details. All the details of this legal <laughs> binding. Yeah, we don't have to just jump into any of this, you know. I don't want to see your your grandma with her eyes bulging about to cry because this is some kind of a ceremony of it closes so the So you're link, a courthouse kind of guy. The lineage. I'm, well, it closes the lineage. <laughs> I, just, I just want... The bloodline will continue. Yeah, live my own life without any of the creepy stuff involved. If I can, but the truth is, I don't know. Okay, I don't know what type of world. If you ever get married, will you invite me to your wedding? Because I, I'd be interested to see you on that day. (laughs) It's gonna be at the domes. Next year, uh, okay. I'll come back. <laughs> no, I would totally get married here. This place is cute. I would, okay, I, I would just—I wouldn't even tell the manager. I'd just go a out to more the tending. yard, set up some chairs, <laughs> and then just like knock dinner. on people's door. The dome's dinner Hi, would be um, the reception. I used to live here. Um, I'm getting married in a year right now. If you're if you're free, yeah, you guys can just come out. <laughs> Have you ever ended a relationship with someone that you knew was still in love with you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't fun at all. It was the worst. It was the worst. Yeah. It okay. Inv- it involved uh, snot boogers. Oh, no. <laughs> it was that bad. Awful. <laughs> it was bad. Actually, <laughs> she came to pick me up because we were we were going to study together. That's when you did it. Yeah, and I just walked out and I said, "I'm I'm not gonna get in your car. I, I gotta tell you something." Oh my god! I gotta tell you something. Did you to drive away? <laughs> she was like, "What are you talking about? We're gonna go study." <laughs> I said, "Listen, you know, it hurts me to say it, <laughs> but this relationship is fucking done." All right, just leave me alone. Don't text me or anything. What? I don't believe that <laughs> is how that went. Oh. It was terrible. I'm saying, I'm admitting, all right? I'm admitting. It was bad for me, too. I, I was looking worse yeah, than that. Yeah, it sounds real hard for you. It was hard for me. I, I, I didn't oh, want to be looking. Goodness. How do you think I felt? Yeah, it made you look like such a bad guy. <laughs> all right, have you ever been rejected or dumped by someone that you loved? Um, rejected or dumped? Like people that say, like, oh, I don't love you anymore. I don't, I don't want to be with you. Oh, yeah, I was. It was in uh, middle school. It was the day I became cold. Actually, it was the beginning of high school. It was the, the beginning of high school. Cold. I was with you this girl. You were in love in middle school? Is that I wasn't in love in middle school, but I. it was a thing. Okay, well, it's different from just, like, getting rejected in No, no, school. no, no, but it was, it was the closest <laughs> thing to love. At that point, it was, like, okay. revolutionary. Okay, I, But, okay. you know, things get more and more intense. Sure, sure, like, sure. Like, for instance, if you can, like sleep over at somebody's house then that's more intense than if you're like walking them home off of the bus in middle school there's like limitations plus biologically we were just different so anyhow okay like it was a different time i wasn't really the person i was after that so it long story short it was a very cute thing we had going okay i met her in like the seventh or eighth grade she lived around the corner from my house her mom loved me Okay. Uh, you know, it was like a cute thing. We but I'm just, feeling like maybe you weren't like in love. We were, in, but at the time it was intense. Okay, that's fair. And um, and I, how did the rejection go? I was crying. I cried for like five days. You start earlier. Like, how did she say that to you? <laughs> I don't remember how she said it. I don't. Most of it, I don't remember. 
I just remember like, oh shit, I'm really like by myself. Like this is not cool. Oh, that's so sad. This ain't cool. We were like partner. We were like on and off for two years, probably three years. And at the time, this is like middle school. That's Going a long. Into high school. That's a long time. For yeah, middle school. I, w- I played. I dated a boy for a week in middle school. See, no, this <laughs> is a, see. So on the love scale, I was kind of. I'm kind of like the OG. And then I left and I I asked my friend to break up with him like next to the carpool line because I had to go get my car and go home. And then she didn't want to do it. So she told some random girl that was like on the basketball team or something to to do it for me. Did you play basketball? Yeah, in middle school. But she was a year older than us. Did you play sports in high school? Yeah, I played basketball through high school. Oh, gotcha. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I feel like Actually, maybe these questions aren't super... Oh. Just to follow up go? on the same person, I tried to get back with her. Okay, wait. There's more follow-up <laughs> questions. <laughs> but maybe we should hear the story first. I was going to say that the questions aren't really relevant for eighth-grade romance, but maybe they are. Well, they okay. might be. Keep so anyhow. Keep I going. this this was maybe ninth grade, tenth grade. Okay. And uh, it was clear that we weren't a thing, uh-huh. right? But to you, yeah, to me. Okay. But then. Out of the blue, she started giving me some signals. Oh, that's always rough. So I was like, all right, you know, maybe I'll, you know. So I went to this basketball game because uh-huh. I knew she would be there. Okay. And um, what Did I didn't... Did she play basketball? No. Okay. She was in the bleachers. Okay. What I didn't know was that there was this other guy who was, uh, he was like a year or two older than me. Uh-huh. Uh, I think his name was Ben. Uh-huh. Ugly dude. Uh-huh. Or at least that's how I saw it. But... Anyhow, I'm talking to her. I'm talking to her on the basketball court. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, you know, you can take me back. <laughs> that's, how, that's how that went? That's how it went. And then okay. Ben comes in, right? Okay. Now, we're, me and this girl uh-huh. are not too far away from each other. Ben walks in between like us. Like through y'all? Wow. Through us. Stands in front of me. He's facing her and he just starts talking to her. Wow, that's so rude. Yeah, it was very okay? rude. It was very rude. So I'm thinking, oh my God. I start laughing. That's my first response. Like, uh-huh. wait, what's going on? Am I really getting am I really getting snakes right now? What's happening? I didn't even know this was possible. Uh-huh. So I'm like, hey, Ben, hey. And he's just ignoring me. So you know what I do? I just walk away defeated for the second time, trying to get at this girl. Oh no. <laughs> it wasn't love, but it was like solid rejection. It was like animal rejection. But, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> shouts out to Ben. I understand. Now now I understand how the game goes. Dang. And I feel like he made the right move. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Had, so after a, this mysterious seventh grade girl... That broke was up in the with 10th you. Grade. Okay, yeah. But yeah. But, okay, so in the eighth grade, she breaks up with you. Did you stop loving her? No, that was the first time that it ever happened. It, I, I feel like the next six months was just straight depression. Oh wow. Now that doesn't happen. Are you scared? <laughs> but you that's, that's why it doesn't happen now. I already okay. went through it. Okay. I make okay. different moves now. So do you think that you're? But do you think that that feeds into your like, like? fear of being too attached to someone is because like you went through that breakup oh yeah okay a hundred percent do you think that you still love that person no i love them i love them as as a human being yeah 
But I wouldn't want to be in a romantic thing with them. They actually hit me up recently and said, oh, yeah, I think I might be going to, like, Stanford or something. And oh. at the time, I was in Silicon Valley. So okay. I was like, oh, maybe I can meet up. Wait, who am I kidding? No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't really have a true interest. I'm just doing it because you sent me this message. Yeah. I don't really want it. Like, if, if everyone, yeah. you know, I don't, if I had the choice between everyone in the world, it wouldn't be the first choice. So, okay, this question doesn't really make sense, but do you still love those people that you were in love with but aren't anymore? Yeah, definitely. In a caring way, but I, I won't way. be it's doing. So I won't be doing the care though. I hope someone else oh, will be doing it. Doing the care, active. I won't care. be the like one, it. you know, doing mm-hmm. whatever it takes to make them feel like a human being. But I hope someone is, and I hope, oh, I or this. I hope they are. I hope that they're getting their needs met, just not yeah. by me. And actually, I okay, talk to them okay. whenever they hit me up and say, "Hey, I hope everything's going well." Yeah. Um, I'm just not going to be on the front lines. Yeah. <laughs> it's more abstract. I like that, that it's, that it's still love, but it's not as active. Well, that concludes my interview. Why do you love talking about love so much? I'm fascinated by it. I'm fascinated by the way, the, like the things that people do for love or in response to love. I'm telling you, it's a drug. That's well, yeah. the best way to think about it. I mean, yeah, absolutely. There's like a chemical in your head. But like the fact that you can feel that strongly about another person and then how it feels when that person doesn't reciprocate those feelings or like things end really badly. Yeah, it's just, I just don't understand it, you know? Avoid it for as long as possible. That's what I think is the best. Move. All right. People are always out here giving advice. <laughs> okay. How we'll about see. this? Dive into it. Fuck it. Dive straight into it and feel all the pain and agony. We've gone through this. They're they're displayed in every single movie, every single. People don't think it's real. Is it like the movies? Is it like People don't think it's real. People don't think that depression won't slap you in the mouth. Oh, no, I think it's real. I think that, like, heartbreak is. It's that's one of those. Yeah, that's why. um, It's withdraws. That's why I'm scared. Okay, I'm going to go eat pasta now, so I'm going to sign off. Okay, most important. It's time for the most important question in the universe. In the universe. That was my drum roll, but it sounded kind of gross. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Nut or bolt? Wow. I wish I knew what a nut. What is, I don't even know what a nut is. Is it the one that's like, it's like shooting off a little bit? Oh, the Nut. <laughs> Mariana's trying to give me hand signals. Nut or bolt? Can you describe them to me? No. <laughs> I feel like the nut is like the little pipe that you put through, and then the bolt is the thing that you twist on. So my answer is going to be the bolt because I like the way that word sounds. And it like brings it all together the nut doesn't have a function without the bolt but the bolt also doesn't have a function without the nut but it like the nut holds it down you know i mean the bolt does not the nut fuck the nut (laughs) okay that's my (laughs) that's my answer i'm sticking to it that's the correct answer that's right yes (laughs) remember when i told you that my family's really competitive this feels so good right now i won Here's a quick message from our one and only sponsor, True Facts. True True Facts. Facts.
We said it, therefore it's true. You know what's good? It's the young sheep. I just wanted to give a quick shout out and testimonial to my brothers at True Facts. You know what I'm saying? True Facts is the only online news source that I can trust. They already figured it out, man. They post real shit only. The shit I agree with, you know what I mean? You never gotta worry about checking those sources with True Facts. They got it done. Plus, they got some real niggas and bad bitches working up in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to True Facts. True, true Facts. facts. We, we said, said it, it therefore it's true. true.